You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. podcast here on rgb titan radio we are the 956 we are your hosts i am will and i'm bob and today my friends we have a very very special uh, couple of guests to uh, to talk about something very near and dear to uh, every filmmaker down here's heart the cinesoul film festival ladies and gentlemen is returning through all the uh, the fire and smoke that is the year 2020 cinesoul film festival has persevered and will um, and will come back uh, later this month in uh, in december and we have two people who are uh, affiliated and working with the Cinesol Film Festival to bring it back to life. Uh, we have Edie Castillo. Edie, how you doing? Hi, how are you doing? It's so good to be back. And we I have- know, this is like the 11th billionth episode you've been on, right? <laughs> like- hey, after five episodes, do I get a jacket like on Saturday Night Live? Bro, we've done over a hundred, and we never got a jacket. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, all we got was some free fries from Burger King, and they were stale. But you anyway. got fries? <laughs> Fuck you! Got fries? Fuck you! I quit this job. <laughs> and we have Daniel, Danny Ramos from the feature film Margarita Man. How you doing today, Mister Daniel? Yeah, man, talking about fries and food and all that. Y'all guys are ready for a freaking freak margarita? Because I got one coming at y'all. Oh, I, heard it, I, I heard it's the best. It brings all the girls to the yard, man. That's it. Man. That's, that's what the movie's about. That's what the movie's about. The next, oh. the, the part two, when I do a part two, it's going to be rated R. So that way I can say all the fucking shit I want to say on it. <laughs> but right now, it, it's a family movie. It's a yeah. movie, The Margarita Man. So thank you all guys for having me on. Hey, Edie, how are you? Hi, Danny. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We are the we are the movie know it all podcast, and we want to get every single uh, uh, piece of film news that we can get, especially uh, here in the RGV. Now, uh, the Cinesol Film Festival has been around for a very long time. Edie, uh, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, Cinesol Film Festival and its return uh, uh, later this month. Yes, this is the 27th year. Can you believe that we've been around for 27 years? Wow! Wow! And. Uh, this year, because of COVID, oh, it just it totally sucks. Oh, my God. It's been hell this year. And especially for the film industry and festivals and everything. So because we are the oldest film festival here in Texas, we uh, we thought about it. And we it, it, we're doing it a little late because we went back and forth. Uh, you know, should we do it? Should we not do it? We didn't know what was going to happen this year. But we came together, all the board members, and we decided to go virtual this year. Because the show must go on. And okay. it has to. I mean, you know, there, there, there's there, been so many things that have been canceled this year. I mean, South by Southwest was canceled this year. I mean, mm. can you imagine that? that, yeah, that the biggest happened. festivals in the country. Yeah. It's I mean, pretty wild. It, it's, it's yeah. uh, you know, this COVID has taken us to a place where 
where everything is virtual. So we figured, hey, what the hell? Let's do it virtual. So this year, the 27th Annual Cena Soul Film Festival is going virtual. And um, because of that, it's going to be over two days. It's, we're not going to have as many movies as we usually do. Um, we're going to be screening 11 films. And four of them have RGB ties. Nice. We'll be doing some interviews, including one with uh, Danny and some of the cast from uh, The Margarita Man. Yeah. And then, and then we're doing another one from uh, a movie called Ode to Passion with um, the director from that, uh, Jack Danini. And that's it's kind of like a musical uh, feature film. It's, it's actually really good. So uh, those are those are going to be some of the things that we're doing this year. Um, like I said, we're going virtual because we had to do it. I mean, we had to. Mm. I mean, you can't go without doing the virtual um I mean, you know, without doing anything. Yeah, we can't have we can't yeah. have a bunch of people together in, in like the way yeah. we used to have. Yeah, know? I know. And it, it's it's such a shame because there were so many good films this year. And Man, I know we don't have like all the films like we do, because normally we're at the what the island. We've been at the island for the last couple of years. And hopefully <laughs> next year we'll be back over there. But because there's only so much time we had to shrink down the films that were entered. I'm very happy that people did enter into the film festival. Cause like I said, you, I mean, we didn't know if we were going to have the film festival or, or not this year. I mean, it was up in the air Yeah, um, because of COVID. I mean, I'm sure you guys have experienced it too. Now. I mean, look at us. We're doing this over the internet. I mean, we're not <laughs> even in the same room right now. Yeah. We're on yeah. Skype. You know, so yeah, we, we, we do, we do all of our, our episodes via Skype now. Yeah, you have to, because thank God there's a a vaccine that has come out. So hopefully by next year, everything will be back to normal. But, you know, you still don't know. I mean, we are in a place that we have never been before. I mean, never in our lifetime did we ever think that, you know, everything would be shut down. And and in the movie industry, it's um, it's a shame, like especially like with Margarita Man, that, that that movie was supposed to be premiered this year and because of the pandemic you know all the theaters have shut Mm -hmm. down and everything um and so even though it's been released already we wanted to give it a an outlet to play it to give it more exposure because it we're in a situation that we've never been in before i mean like i you know the movie screenings and stuff like that we haven't done any of those either we can't do anything yeah yeah like what what's uh that's that's the no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like that's that's the thing now is that like we're we're in a place now with with all this where like like film and and art and entertainment will always thrive. Like no matter what happens, and this is one of those things where like we as a society need to stop pretending that like art is something that like ah we'll do it when we have time. Like yeah. no. Like a world without art is just, I can't even imagine. Like I cannot even begin to imagine. I got, dude, I was looking forward to seeing like four movies in theaters this year oh, of wow. which like, I, I didn't get to see any of them. And let me guess. Like the top. The, One hmm? woman, tenant, whichever one. Wonder uh, I, I, I was very much excited for Wonder Woman. Uh, tenant, I wasn't that thrilled for. I was very thrilled for uh, Candyman. Um, and Halloween Kills. 
Like yeah. I, I, I really, really like horror movies and like yeah. wow. Anthony Michael Hall's that one, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. And and like Halloween kills isn't gonna come out till next year. Candyman's probably not gonna come out till next year. And like now all this stuff happened where Warner Brothers is like, we're just gonna stream everything on HBO and like Christopher Nolan's mad at them and super pissed about it. We did a thing with uh, Anthony Michael Hall. And uh, we went out to Cine Rey, which is, you know, they, uh, one of the, the, uh, Bert, who is the owner yeah. of it, mm-hmm. is actually yeah. on the board of Cine Soul. And um, we did a thing with Anthony Michael Hall, and we had talked about having it, you know, uh, showing it at mm. the film festival. But, you know, it came out in October, and we're in November, you know, usually when we do that. And because of that, you know, we were like, okay, well, Maybe next year now we can do it because maybe next year we'll be in person. So uh, nice yeah. guy, really nice guy, Anthony Michael Hall. Um, I got I I don't know if you guys saw my Facebook page, and this has nothing to do with Cena Soul, but I I actually had him autograph a pair of underwear. And I took a picture with awesome holding him over my head. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a I, new pair or like old pairs? No, it was a brand new pair. It was a brand new pair. Oh, I got okay. him. Okay. Took him to autograph because. Uh, because of sixteen candles, which was yeah. hilarious, I, I was like, I was like, you have to do it, and then I posted it in black and white because you know it just captures the moment. So, <laughs> I, I, I seriously want to know the number of of panties that he has signed over the years. <laughs> that was the very first one. He said nobody has ever asked him to do it. Really? Wow! Oh, wow! That was the very wow. first person that asked him to sign a pair of underwear, and so that was me. And I have him here, and I, uh, I have him framed. And I was like, it's, it's hilarious. I was, I just thought it was funny. I was like, I don't want to get him to sign just some random thing. I was like, I, I want, because you know me, I'm kind of unique like that. So, yeah. um, I actually had him sign a pair of underwear. I couldn't and find I just, a pair of polka dotted ones, so. I'm so just gonna put it out. I'm gonna put it out there for everybody that's listening. If you ever met Anthony Michael Hall and you didn't have him sign a pair of underwear, you are so lame. <laughs> you guys cool blew it. You guys really blew it, man. Like, <laughs> you had a chance to do something really funny and you fucked it up. So, <laughs> so what was what was it like switching? What were what were the the logistical challenges of switching uh, the something as big as a Cinesol from an in person event to an online event? Like, what was that like? Well, you would think it'd be a lot harder than it was, but it actually wasn't. It's actually a lot. For us, it's actually a lot easier because we don't have to get the caterers. We don't have to, you know, set up all the hotels. We don't have to, you know, get the logistics of getting all the talent out there. Yeah, you you guys usually bring guests out and and all over the country. Last year we had RJ Mitty and... uh, uh, who had come out last year from Breaking Bad? I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he was there last year, and so um, you know, getting all his people out there, and and every year that we have someone, you know, there's there's the logistics of getting people, the talent here into town, and getting the hotels, and getting you know everything worked out, the catering, the setting up the the whole um, venue. So we didn't have to do that this year. So it actually made things a little bit easier. The only thing that's really sad about it is that we didn't get to showcase a lot of the films that were entered. Yeah. I mean, we were, we're um, limited by the, the amount of time because uh, there's not several rooms we can do it in. You know, there's only, yeah. right, right. There's only one streaming site, you know, that we can. Do. Well, actually, that's not true. We probably could have done it 
separately, but this is the way we, <laughs> we just didn't want to. Time, you know. <laughs> it was the first time we did it, so we wanted to make yeah. sure it was it was right. So we uh, we did our short blocks, you know, like we usually do because we have a whole bunch of shorts that are turned in. So uh, by the way, this is going to be Saturday, December nineteenth and twentieth. Okay. So you guys know, um, norm. It's going to be the week before Christmas, so next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Oh my God, it's already going to come. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're going to be streaming it online. You, there'll be a link on our Facebook page. You know, you can go to Cena okay. Soul Film Festival, or you can go to Soul dot com, and there'll be a link there also. And for each film, we have an event page so i invite everyone to go over there and you know click on it saying that you're going you know we don't know how it's going to turn out like i said this is the very first time but we're really excited about it and there's a lot that we think uh could be beneficial like for next year i mean we may do we might incorporate it into it you know if things are not back to normal 100 percent some in person and some virtual um it also opens up at the film festival to people who normally can't travel to the valley so it's going to be available worldwide you know so anyone can see it anyone that's a film a fan of independent films can come online and just it's all free this year it's going to be all free you don't even have to pay for it this year nice um the one thing that we really were sad about and and because we normally have the film race the 36 hour film race where we showcase the films um from our film race on the very last day and um the more we thought about it because there you know there are some teams that are kids that enter into Mm -hmm. the film race and we're like it's just not feasible i mean we don't want to put anybody's life in jeopardy we don't want anyone to uh potentially get sick or anything like that yeah Uh, trying to trying to go out there and shoot something and and shoot it in 36 hours and you know having a mask on as much as we wanted to do it we we went against it we decided not to do it um Mm -hmm. just for the pure safety of it that's yeah. got to be really hard, considering that that's that's one of the staples of Cinesol. Yeah, yeah. It, that's it, my favorite part. Like watching, yeah. not only watching the the uh, the independent, but watching what some of these people can put together in you know thirty six hours. You know, exactly. it's genuinely impressive sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and oh, and, and it's something that the kids love to do. I mean, they love mm-hmm. doing it. The, I mean, the adult teams. I mean, and we thought about doing a film festival with just adult teams. You know, because they 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 can make the choice. You know whether or not they want to do it and put their yeah, uh, yeah. life in jeopardy. I guess if you want to put it that way. <laughs> or, I mean, I, I mean, let's be honest. There's, I mean, I, I don't know. It's about dangerous out there. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I've lost some people this year because of it, and uh, it's real. You know, and unlike what some other people say, it is a real thing, and. Um, and uh, we we were really taking into consideration um, everyone's safety. Like we even did a um, interview with uh, the Margarita Man director and some of the cast that is in the film, and we did that um, via a Zoom. We did a Zoom interview, so everything was done with safety in mind. And there yeah. was one interview that we did here in person that Henry did. And with Jack uh, Danini from uh, Ode to Passion, and they were six feet apart. We were very cautious about, you know, the only person in there beside 
uh, Jack and Henry was uh, Bert who uh, did the filming on it because uh, we really are being um, overly cautious, I guess, if you want to put it that way, yeah. because everyone's oh, safety yeah. is, especially when we're this close to the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's safety is so important, and we wanted to make sure that that nothing was um, turned out to be something bad for us to <clears throat> go ahead and go forward with the film festival. Right on. And uh, so uh, there's the four films here that are tied to the valley. I know you guys are excited about that, aren't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So there's one called, yeah, in our shorts, there's one called Back Home. Mm -hmm. Um, Adios, Noche Loca. Those are all uh, with Valley Ties here. And also Ode to Passion, which is one Mm -hmm. of the feature films that we have. Uh, Those are all going to be, well, the, the, the first three are going to be on Saturday and um, Ode to Passion is going to be on Sunday. That's going to be the final film. And then uh, Margarita Man is going to be on Sunday. Yeah. These are all going to be. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's also the Theater of Rice and Beans, which is going to be the last one on Saturday night, uh, which is actually a documentary that um, it goes through. Uh, New York and all the Latin playhouses over there. And it's actually a very, very interesting uh, documentary. And that's going to be at 4.30 on Saturday. That, and, just, that just sounds like somewhere that I would go, that I would just like just go to a place full of rice and beans. <laughs> 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 that was directed by Tony Mata, and it's actually a very interesting documentary. Um, I, I love that one. That one was one of my favorite. I, I love documentaries. So those are mm. they're brilliant. There were some. There's some really good films that got uh, that were submitted and we just couldn't we just didn't have the time for it this year and it's too bad because there were some other ones that uh, I wish we had shown and there's just not enough time yeah and, but it's going to be fun no matter what we're going to have a lot of fun this year um, doing it virtually because <laughs> you just have to you have to give people something to, you know we, we couldn't it's- go without doing it it's different. It, it, it's it's way different than than you know you know the way we normally do things, the way the the festival normally is. But I mean, it's still there. I think that's the exciting part is that it's still here. Like the the Cinesol Film Festival is still going to be a thing, and I think that that lends to that's a testament to to you. That's a testament to us as people. Where like you know, pandemic be damned, we're going to be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. And. and- uh, and I I, I, res- I respect the shit out of that. I res- I'm so glad that like people still made movies this year. Like regardless of everything that happened, mm-hmm. like no, dude, mm-hmm. we're still gonna make movies. We're still gonna do these things. Like yeah, I think most of these were filmed before the pandemic hit. Thank God, because yeah. uh, you know as close as some of these people are in the movie, I would hate them to be filming in person. <laughs> uh, but it, it was, it, we wanted to give him an avenue to show it because so many films weren't shown this year. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, think about it. I mean, all the theaters were shut down. All the festivals mm-hmm. were, that were, um, you know, they didn't have them this year. And, and yeah. even though they showed some of the films online, you know, Sundance had some of their films online. It's not the same. It wasn't the same then, you know, it's not the same as being in person, but it's the next closest thing. And we wanted yeah. to make sure that they get, they were given the avenue 
to to show the films because it's it's so important. You work so hard to put something together that you yeah. you work for. I mean, these don't, things don't happen overnight. Well, unless you're in the thirty six hour film race, you know. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> then the you ain't got no choice. Yeah. Happens, you know, the twenty four hour or happens overnight. You know, but. Uh, I mean, you put a lot of work into these films, and especially when they're independent films. Yeah. When they're independent films, that sometimes that's your all your money, your, yep. your time, your everything that you have, you've dedicated to this film. And then who would know that a pandemic would hit when your film is supposed to be released that year, and then yep. all of a sudden nothing. There's you yeah. know there's no there's no place to show it. Yeah. I remember when when Christina finally got a a four dollar check for Daddy's home, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. She, and she was like, "Look, I turned a profit." Yeah, turned a profit. yeah. yeah. There you go. Like, everything you put into it, I made four fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah so, so like like speaking from personal experience, and and I can say this for a fact that quite possibly the best feeling in the world aside from finishing your film is actually showing it yeah so so like giving giving these filmmakers who work so hard who puts there's so much that goes into making films like people who like people don't even understand how draining it is you can make you can make a comedy, you can make a drama, you can make a horror, no matter what kind of film you're making. Mm-hmm. It is so physically and emotionally draining. Oh, and, yeah. and when you finally get the chance to show that film to an audience, it's like a shot in the arm, man. Yeah. yeah. And to give the, to give them a chance uh, for Cinesoul to constantly every year for like what you said, twenty seven years. This is twenty seven years. years. Yeah to give these people a chance to show their movies, right? right? And for some people, it's the very first time they're ever showing their films to anybody. Right. Yeah. You know? Because some of yeah. these are independent filmmakers that this is their first film. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like, uh, like I'm going to talk about the Margarita Man here. I know right. we're going to have to join us <laughs> here in a minute. But Danny uh, has done stuff in the industry, but this is his first feature film. And... Uh, and he went out with a he's going in with a bang i mean honestly uh some of the people in this uh film are big big names like danny trejo you guys know who he is right oh yeah oh yeah yeah heard of him mr machete Machete. yes well he doesn't play a machete in this one He (laughs) he actually plays a uh a principal or a a Mm -hmm. dean uh-huh. Dean of a college, yeah, and so uh-huh. we have—he plays a role that he would never play before, and uh-huh. imagine that—a a role that he's playing someone that is a good person, <laughs> and it's not in a theater where you can yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something also- tells me that's the real Danny Trejo, like that's closer <laughs> to the real Danny Trejo than any of the other roles Shit. he's played. <laughs> yeah, uh, Barry oh, Corbin, you—you yeah. you guys know who he is, right? Yeah. Uncle Bob from Urban Cowboy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came yeah. out of war games too. You yeah, know, war, like yeah, yeah. And he has a whole con for you know that kind of stuff. Where he was yeah. like, oh, whatever. That was a very cool. talented actor. You know, um, Jesse Borrego, who he, a lot of you guys know from Blood yeah. and Blood. Yeah. He plays oh, the yeah. Blood and Blood. Uh, yeah, everybody. Uh, uh, there's he's, uh, been, he's been to the Cinesol a couple of times. Oh yeah, he has. Yes, yeah. he has. He's a friend of Cinesol. <laughs> 
this is the official movie of the valley is blood in blood out so Pepe Serna, who is uh, from The Godfather, he's done over a hundred. Oh, the films. Scarface, yeah. I mean, Scarface, 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 Scarface. 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 Yeah. Godfather, I did. And uh, he's, Scarface, sorry. He's also, I I actually worked with him uh, about fifteen years ago. Uh, I did a movie with him up in up in uh, New Braunfels, and uh, uh, really nice guy, man. Really oh, nice yeah. guy. Very yeah. really cordial, classic, classic yeah. actor, man. Oh, uh-huh. very talented. Um, uh, Anthony Wajardo is in. Uh, he plays the lead role. He plays the Margarita Man, and also we have. Um, uh, 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 oh my God! Uh, his, the, the Sebastian. Kid, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yes. Sebastian. Uh, the, yeah. the, he was the little kid that was uh, saying um, the anthem. National, at, the, yeah, the national anthem at the NBA. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, and so right? the uh, the um, and the America's yeah. Got Talent too as well. America's Got Talent. That's yeah. Man, that kid. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. already 18 yeah. years old, and he grew up. Wow. Yeah. Make me feel old. Okay. Make me feel old. Okay. Damn, dude. How old are we? Oh, I know. Uh, but he was actually what well, he was like uh, 16, 17 when, or 16 years old when we filmed that movie, The Margarita Man. And uh, but we made him a boy genius, kind of going to college as this, you know. <laughs> Uh, kid like a uh, Doogie Howser kind of guy, you know, back in the day. Actor, is he a singer? Yeah, he's a singer. Oh yeah, no, but not in the movie. In the movie, I kept him totally as a character. Oh, okay, that's and, awesome. Man. Yeah. So. Like, tell, tell us about this movie, Danny. Like, what's what's like what's the what's it about? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell. You. Oh, first of all, just thanks to you guys there at the the movie know-it-all kind of podcast there. You guys are doing great. And Edie, thank you guys in Cinesol and and uh, Henry and Bert and everyone out there in Cinesol for uh, you know bringing us on and Margarita Man. I know, like you said, there's like hundreds of other films and it was kind of awkward and different. But I, I you know, we we're very appreciative and very humbled to, to, uh, to uh, showcase the Margarita Man at Cinesol and the virtual. So thank you all for having me. And, oh, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, we're, we're, we're glad. It's a great film. You guys are going to really enjoy it. it just yeah. so you guys know, it's going to be on Sunday, on December 20th at 1 p.m. is when this film is going to start. And then immediately after, we're going to have a Q&A with the cast, uh, with some yeah. of the cast members. Oh, that's uh, always fun. Them. That's yeah, so class. so we went ahead and we went ahead and include that because, <sighs> as you know, during the film festival, we always have, uh, when we have the actors there, we do... Q&As and meet and greets, all that stuff. So we wanted to include that in our virtual film festival. And so um, Danny was gracious yeah. enough to help us get all the actors together. And uh, we got to interview some of them. And uh, it's going to be really cool. Uh, yeah. But Danny, you want to tell them? What yeah, yeah. yeah. So Bob, going back to the question, uh, you know, the Margarita Man. Wow. Uh, it, it basically, it's uh, it was based off of my brother, Miguel, uh, Miguel Ramos. Uh, my brother was uh, a margarita man back in the day. And what that means is like the guys that you would call when you're having a party and you call for a frozen margarita, like a bouncing balloon kind of folks. Ah. That so you bring yeah. the margarita machine. So you call the margarita man company up. And uh, my brother, he had a company called the Margarita Express. And uh, so so my brother was busy all around and actually in San Antonio uh, here in Texas. So he was all around like going to house parties, uh, corporate company parties and whatever it was to rent out his machine. And they yeah. would 
they will call Miguel. Hey, let's call that Margarita Man guy. <laughs> well, sure enough, uh, he told me a lot of fun, cool stories when uh, when he was doing the Margarita Man back in the days. And I was like, you know what, Miguel? One day I'm gonna make a movie about you. <laughs> and lo and behold, I finally did it. But it's based. It's basically uh, the, the 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 project, the Margarita Man. It's about a young a young college kid. Um, you know, growing up um, and uh, not wanting to run uh, the father's business that they have a paleta company. And his, mm -hmm. he's kind of like embarrassed a little bit about the fact that his grandfather and his father owns a paleta company, knowing that that's the money that put that they're putting him to school. So mm -hmm. it basically it's this college kid that gets in trouble. He his party antics gets some uh, cut off uh, trashing the dorms and doing this kind of adolescent stuff and not learning and getting drunk on campus, uh, basically um, he has to fend for himself and he, he doesn't really, um, he, he's going headbutts with his father uh, yeah. in this movie. And that's played by Jesse Borrego uh, as uh, Mr. Martinez. And what happens is uh, basically he gets cut off uh, from his father. He's like, you know what, that's it. He's not gonna pay for school anymore. So the Dean, which is Danny Trejo says, look, you know what? The dean really doesn't like Miguel, so he wants him out of the school. So, mm -hmm. so it basically it's kind of like, um, you know, like this Van Wilder kind of. Uh, animal I was, house, kinda... I was about to say, I guess like, it sounds like such a National Lampoon's movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just like the '80s, or even going back to the '80s, which like Ferris Bueller. Um, so, yeah. so I love the '80s, and and I thought, you know, getting with the writer Aaron Lee Lopez and and some of the producers, I was like, you know what, this is what I'm going after. Uh, kind of bringing back the '80s feel, but in the present time, and so. Yeah. But basically, in the in the film, Bob uh, and Will, the you know he gets cut off. He has to fend for himself. He has to figure out how to pay off his, his student debt, and and also the the dormitory, uh, you know, trashing his his freaking uh, you know dorm and whatever. He has to pay for that, and it's gonna cost him an arm and a leg. And he has to figure out how to make that. So he makes uh, margaritas, frozen margaritas at the parties with uh, his father's recipe from the paleta nice. company, the line, uh. natural, the natural line paleta. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, it's 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 for the whole family. So. I kind of had to stay away from the fuck and the shit and the, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, and the yeah. cheeks and the titties and the ass, yeah. all that. You know, I had to... You can get away with to, one. <laughs> it's hard to do, it, it's hard to do like a college film without having TNA, right? T yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Is it ever, yeah. You, know, you saw, you saw, like, matter of fact, like Neighbors, you know, and all those uh, with Zac Efron and, you know, you yeah. Got, like, oh, yeah. Hey, Animal House. You're gonna see a lot of that fun stuff, and I really wanted to do it, but you know what? I I, I switched it. I said, you know what? Since this is my directorial debut, you know, not that I wanted to go out with a bang, but I wanted to flip the script and say, you know what? If I'm gonna put the Latinos representing uh, the lead actors and the secondary actors, and not the not the Matthew Broadwick, but bring in a Latino to be the lead actor, then I'm gonna make this a real family event so everyone can yeah. watch this margarita man movie and what i was trying to put on this on the screen or on television right on. so, so it, it, you know i was battling with that but i'm just happy that and blessed that the actors the crew the producers the writers everyone in texas that came on board san antonio um you know and then actually just real quick guys i 
John Appleton, you know, he's an Academy Award winner, a uh, director for the movie Rocky in 1976. And John Karate Appleton, Kid. Yeah, and Karate Kid, yeah. one, two, and three. So John and I worked on a film here in Texas in San Antonio called Eight Seconds with Luke Perry. And Steve oh, I remember Powell. that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, Lane Frost show. with a bull rider, you know, and then Lane Late Frost. Late, great Luke Perry. Perry, man. God bless his heart, man. But mm -hmm. so John and unfortunately, John passed away as well. And, you know, yeah. and so John uh, was our, our executive producer. He really uh, because I was his assistant to the director in 1993, 94, when we were filming that eight seconds film. Mm -hmm. And and John and I connected since 1993. And I uh, went out to L.A. and and lived out there for about 15 years. And I was always talking to him about the Margarita Man. And finally, it came true. It finally yeah. came. But it, like you said, guys, it's a lot of work when when uh, you have to get investors or you have to do it yourself or you have to get your friends, or family, mm -hmm. independent, not a studio backing at all behind it. And you, yeah. I just have like the name, John G. Avelson, that's going to help me and say, here you go, boy, use my name. But um, go find the money now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so wild. I think you have a lot of money in Beverly Hills, John. Can you like just, <laughs> I just take a hundred thousand, you know? But yeah, uh, that's it. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> it didn't work it's, so, that way. it's so interesting that you worked on eight seconds, man, because that was kind of like I have uh, cousins and family who used to to bull ride. Like that was that was their thing, man. And like I had a cousin who got like impaled by a bull. Like he got hit in the leg really hard. Like oh no, no. And we had like real stunt guys that were, um, like even like Tough Heaterman, you know, a real you know uh, bull rider. He was yeah. actually we used him as a stunt man. And yeah, and he's a, a celebrity in his own right because he's a world's champion. And he's in the film. Uh, Ty Murray and all these bull riders. They came in and. Oh my God! They they risked their lives just to put the movie together to make sure that we do it right. You know, with Lane yeah. to, for Lane Frost. You know that. Yeah, because they were real good friends. Oh, total man. So it was yeah. a, it was a it was a badass movie. I was very honored to work on that. And and then even working in, you know in the industry uh, for about um, over thirty plus years, thirty three years in this film industry. And I uh, got to work on the Selena movie, not the one that's on Netflix, the, the <laughs> Warner Brothers yeah. movie, not the Netflix, folks. Oh, the one that finally showed the beautiful mountains of Brownsville? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I worked yeah. I worked on the movie, the movie. Not, not the Netflix movie, but uh, yeah, back in 90, uh, 96, 97 with Jennifer Lopez and Edward James Almost. And I was one of the second, second assistant directors on that. And uh, man, that was a blast and an honor to work on that film. But yeah, I've been I've been tackling the film industry for a long time as a as a PA, moving up to an, uh, an assistant director position, and I finally said, I'm gonna do my my film finally, you know, and, yeah. and I finally did it, man. It's called The Margarita Man. I hope you guys, uh, you know, log on to Facebook at Cinesaur. Oh, absolutely. Take a look at it. Like I said, it's a fun movie. Kind of Ferris Bueller. I like the Flamingo Kid, you know, with Matt Dillon. <laughs> oh, that's. That's a deep cut. Yeah, that's right a deep there, cut. Right? Yeah. Dude, man. So that's I like a great good movie. Call. Man. Good Mr. call, Pope. man. <laughs> yeah, so so the Margarita Man has that kind of feel to it. And uh people will get it. If they if they like those kind of films, they're gonna like the Margarita Man. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I, I, I try to go after the young guy from like Sebastian de la Cruz as a 16 years old. You have uh Valeria Haraji. 
she's on deputy. She was on the deputy show on Fox, and she's she was on La Voz with Daddy Yankee. Now she's in my film, and and Raymond Orta, and and uh, so you get all these Latinos: Jesse Borrego, Pepe, Danny Trejo, and then so yeah, I have to throw in a couple of white guys in there, like Barry Corbin. No, just kidding, but no, no, it's like you know, I, I wanted to just you know show our colors once and for all, and. And cover that cast of Latinos and then put the Barry Corbins in and put the, you know, uh, uh, Winslow and Sean Coding, you know, as a, as the antagonist or the protagonist uh, guy, the bad guy in this in this movie. So, um, you know, he really showcases the, the Latino industry, yeah, which you have to because sometimes. Uh, which is which is good. We're man. Left that's, out. That's, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Like we 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 are left out quite a bit, man. Like no, there's. You you see guys that I I've seen I've I've been seeing some of the same guys play like cholos for like right. twenty something years absolutely <laughs> or or the or the inmate number one inmate number two yeah and, so that, and that's what I really appreciate Danny Trejo I mean obviously uh, one of my producers was is good friends with him he's worked with him on Robert Rodriguez's films in Austin uh, Aaron Lee Lopez was the writer and producer and you know Aaron knows. He's worked with uh, Danny Trejo, and he introduced me to him in L.A. Uh, he introduced me uh, personally to Pepe, and uh, so I was really fans of their work. And well, uh, Jesse Borrego, I've known him for many, many years. Uh, Borrego, I've known him for many, many years. So I knew I wanted to get, you know, like a strong leading Latino cast, you know. And and for my first film, I didn't care. I just wanted to go all out just to. Have them not just to show off to say, oh, I can get these guys. It wasn't really about that. It was the story, you know, as a director, mm-hmm. right. as a producer. I, I'm just trying to produce and direct uh, a, a story. And if I can get these actors, then great. That's just a big bonus and a big plus. But really, it could have been a guy named Hector Ramirez that, that's an actor from the Rio Grande Valley to a guy named whatever in San Antonio. I could have still done that independent film. But if I, if you have an avenue and an open door to to reach a Pepe yeah. Serena, to reach a Jesse, oh, yeah. they yeah. might as well just take advantage of that and 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 thank them for for uh, reading the script and saying, yeah, yeah I'll, like, I'll, why, I'll why do that part. You, right? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna make a it's film. A no, it's no brainer. No brainer. Yeah, someone comes up to you say, I'm gonna make a film. Um, Danny Trejo wants to be in it. No, he can't be in it. No, no, no. We don't want him in mm. it. You know, no, of course oh, not. What are you talking about? Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's you know, infinitely it, silly. It, it all depends on the script and what have you, or the story. Because a lot of people, I get it. They say I want to put Danny Trejo in the movie, you know. And a lot of independent filmmakers, like including myself, but I really wasn't going after like I gotta get Danny Trejo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would be honored and happy and grateful to have him. But it wasn't like oh I gotta get this actor so I can make my movie bigger than what it is. It, Right, right. That has nothing to do with it because really it's the story. And if you can mm-hmm. get a good story and then get that actor on top of that, oh, it's a yeah. it's a plus plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so so I, I did that, and I just didn't want people to think like, well, you know, I'm I'm going all out just trying to bring in celebrities. Really, it wasn't that at all. It's just trying to tell a story and trying to promote our cultura, our our. And yeah. uh, put put brown faces on the on the silver screen, and yeah. if they have a name, then heck yes. If they're a a listers, hell yeah, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. If they're B listers, it's okay. If they're C listers, it's okay. You know, it doesn't matter as long as, yeah. like I said, just tell the story and don't 
get off, you know, off of the story. And, 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 uh, and like you said, well, at the end, you can relax and say, I got it out there somewhere, somewhere out yeah. there. Somebody's watching it and maybe people won't like it. This and that. Oh, poor me. Too bad me. <laughs> but there might be people that do like it and it, it, might, it might motivate them. And so it, it's a win-win for me. Uh, I wish I could have everyone love the margarita, man, but it, it's, it's what it is. And I'm happy. And as long hey, as it's I'm a happy, good film. There you go. Thank it you. It is a good film. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I was laughing. It took me back oh, to, to to days of like Ben Wilder and and, yeah. and, uh, and poor, uh, you know, just like all the all the late eighties, um, uh, early nineties movies, John Hughes films, the teenage movies, mm-hmm. they're fun, but with a Latin cast. And so, we were very happy to have it uh, featured in our film festival this year. It's it's. Yeah. Uh, we're very grateful and uh and danny's story is is just uh yeah where where he came from and where he is now and all that stuff it's just oh my god to the film and uh you know we love it because of that and and there's so many other good films too this year it's gonna be so much fun yeah and i really i wish it had been in person yeah and and i i think i think that like you said before, Edie, the the whole thing about it being virtual, um, it, it's it's preferable to be in person, and I think oh, we can yeah. all agree on that. But the fact that it is virtual, I, I do agree with you that it will open up for a lot of people who, in in any other situation, would not be able to show up or to enjoy these films. And I no. think that that maybe this may even open up a a situation to where it can be both virtual and in person. You know, yeah, and next year. And, and for some of the people that have never been able to attend the film festival, um, being out of town or out of state or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. now we'll be given the opportunity to see some of the films that we have showcased this year. And like I said, we try with the film festival, for those of you who don't know, um, Soul has been around for 27 years and we like to showcase artists that are from Texas. And, uh, there you go ties you know and it's really important to us to 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 keep it you know i guess keep it real i guess this is a one Mm. way of saying it you know and back to the community that has given us so much and over the years you know for those of you who don't know we have started off at the at south padre island and Mm. then it moved from South Padrea into Harlingen to Brownsville to McAllen. Most of the board members live here in McAllen. There's a couple that live still in South Padre Island, but uh, most of us live over here. And we were doing it at uh, Cine Rey, uh, the historic Cine Rey Theater, uh, mm. downtown for a while. And then um, for the 25th anniversary, we went back to South Padre Island. And uh, well, and then we were there the following year. And we were going to be there this year, but you know, the whole pandemic yeah. Uh, yeah. happened. So, but stupid pandemic, yeah, (laughs) pandemic, yeah, it's changed everything, it's made everyone's lives all crazy, but yeah, so you know, hopefully, we'll be back there next year, and maybe there's going to be a way that we'll be able to stream some of these also, not only being in person, but hopefully, you know, this will be something that that uh will open it up to more people and more people will get to see this, you know, um, even if it's just like little bits and pieces that we'll be able to stream live now that, you know, we're going virtual this year and you never know, there might be something else that there it's all up in the air right now. I I don't want to give away too much, but you know, for next year, there might be some other things that we're going to incorporate the virtual part with the in-person part. 
mm-hmm. and go from there because it's it's and and we'll be able to have more people like Danny. Uh, All right. Part of the mm-hmm. film festival and everything, and when Margarita Man Two comes out, yeah, they're gonna be our. They're gonna be right there with us. There you, you know, go. There with the casting crew, we'll have them down there, and we'll be able to. We'll be able to have margaritas. You know, <laughs> we'll yeah. be able to drink the margaritas together. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Now that one, uh, I'm I'm developing that one as we speak, and uh, Margarita Man Part Two, and. And uh, that one, it's going to be rated R. So, uh, nice. you know, hold, hold on to yourself. That one, I'm going to let go on that one. But like I okay. said, I'm very happy that, you know, for uh, for my, you know, directorial debut, being a Latino, it, it's wonderful as a filmmaker to do a Latino movie, a Latinx movie, whatever you want to call it, whatever flavor of the week we are, Latino, Hispanic, or whatever it is. It's going to change from Latinx to something else now. But whatever mm. it is, my first thing out the gate was to do my raza, to do my people. Yeah. And then after mm. that, yes, I don't, I don't, I mean, look, if I, I'm going to work for a hire director, if somebody wants to hire me to direct a China movie or a Negro, <laughs> or, you know, a black movie, or, or if they want me to work yeah. on a white movie, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm a film, as a filmmaker, you, you don't just say, I'm a filmmaker. That's all I want to do is Chicano movies. That's it. Well, if you're going to do that, that's fine. You know, hey, my, my hat's off to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's great. But if you're it's, a filmmaker, then you that means that you can cover uh, a movie from outer space and or do right. a horror film or do, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. But, you know, yeah. that that's the beautiful thing about being a filmmaker and telling a story. And, and have people just get out of where they're at in reality. And, and like Edie says, the show must go on. Let them Absolutely. Uh, let them watch Miguel Martinez and the Margarita Man. Let them watch the Dean or, or Jesse Borrego or Pepe. And let them escape from their world. That's all what we can do as filmmakers is have the people escape from the reality, you know. And, and, right. and, and spend about an hour and a half or whatever of watching something else that can get their mind off of their own personal uh, issues, especially with the pandemic and all the people that we're losing. And you see the numbers just going up and up and up and up. And, you know, it's like, them, yeah. but, but yet but yet the entertainment uh, is still there. We still have to put a smile on their face, just like that drama uh, logo where you have a happy face and you have a sad mm. face. You know, yeah, we all going to go through that. And the actors, they're all out there and they're hungry. The directors, the producers, the studio, uh, the, the theaters, they're closing left and right. You know, we have to get this thing back up and, you know, we, we can't stop and say, oh, you know, the pandemic crippled me. I can't do. Yes, you can. You can do a film on your cell phone now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So you could do it, and and uh, and it's like Steven like, Soderbergh shot his most recent film on an iPhone. There you like, go. There's... <laughs> yeah, that, like iPads recording 4K now. You know. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I know because there's no excuse. No, yeah. especially if that's like what you're for, if that's what you want. Like there's like I would love that they brought back like 35. I mean, like 16, like go back to 16. You can still shoot 16 and 35 millimeter. Um, oh, but yeah. everything is just shifted now from like this new high definition thing, you know, and I think it's great because it I saves like a lot it. of money. It saves a lot of money. But I'm the old school guy. I like. Mm-hmm. A movie that looks cinematic, that looks yeah. like, uh, like I, 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 man, I love the grainy feel. Of, of, I do too. You know why I don't like it with the 4K? Yeah, because I don't like to see that much of a person's face. But, I mean, <laughs> 
where you can see every I can blemish. count the pores, man. Right, and, right, right. And That's good, really. Like, I like, I like the mystery, you know. Uh, I don't want to see how much makeup you have on, you know. Uh, that's the, that's I'm the just only kidding. thing. I mean, look, uh, it, like, it all depends on the genre and the things that you're going for and your format of what you're trying to put together that an HD and all this stuff that it's a lot quicker. You can save money. And, and not only that, yeah. but it's going to tell the story that you want to tell. But, man, like I said, I, I go back to the old school. I love, like, the Godfathers and, you know, these kind of film look, you know, like Water for Chocolate or whatever it is, you know, that just takes you, you know, Raging Bull or, you know, like just Rocky. You know, you see that feel like that. Like the, Rocky was an independent film. It was oh, yeah. a, Absolutely. a studio picture. But the studio said, nah, we're going to give you a little bit of money. Go play. But yeah. but but yeah. we're not going to give you a lot. We're not going to. And and John Appleton and Sylvester Stallone, and they went out there in Philadelphia and they made it happen with a very yeah. low. And they ended up using Martin Scorsese's camera crew and camera uh, on a weekend because they were filming another movie. And, and uh, Martin Scorsese let them use mm-hmm. uh, the camera to John, you know, to John G. Appleton, the director. And. You know, I think that, they had that, offered they had offered uh, Sylvester Stallone like five million dollars, but they wanted to give the movie over to Robert Redford. That's right. And, and Sylvester Stallone was like, "No, no I'm going to be it. in it. I'm gonna yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm going to star in it." And they wanted another director other than Avildsen. That's right. And and uh, uh, Stallone like like they got together and they're like, well, "Yeah, Stallone like Stallone wanted it's, to direct it." It's actually Stallone wanted to direct it. That's why he yeah. directed the, the the other two, three, and four. And then they brought in John Avildsen on five, which is Tommy Gunn. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. why I think that's why I think Sylvester Stallone is is. I mean, he's a huge star and everything, oh, but I think he's, he's, he's one of the underrated one of the most underrated talents. That's right. That's yeah, talent. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, man. Like and and the way you speak of the of of your film, it's it's very refreshing because mm-hmm. like I, I was I was a, a filmmaker for a long time and it's it is really hard and when you when you some filmmakers are like yeah we got the movie done and yeah. we got it out there but when you have a passion project that you've been working on you said that it, you've been working on this movie for a very uh, long time very long time yeah, yeah, and, like 20 years I mean as far as like the idea it's 20 years ago I told my brother I was gonna make a movie about yeah. it. and look where I'm at now in 2020 now finally get so, to do so like what's it like like having that idea all those years ago yeah. uh and 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 now we're in a completely different world completely different world than what we were 20 years ago uh-huh. and, and film is finally coming out like what's that like to finally see your dream and your heart come to fruition like something that just started in your head yeah oh man it's 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 the, the like the love of the craft, uh, your your career, so to speak, because um, you know going to film school, uh, being eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, going to film school, uh, and in San Antonio, here at San Antonio College, and actually just FYI, thanks to San Antonio College, I went back to that school and filmed the the university scenes at nice. San Antonio College. Nice. So I, End up going back as an alumni to go back. I love to that. School, man. I love that. That's and always the, cool, man. Oh, That's man. awesome. And it was a great feeling. And I had a free showing uh, showcase. Uh, the producers, David Reyes and Andrew Saldana and Steven and, and Aaron, they they hooked it up and got with the dean. I the dean was a different dean back then when I was when when I was going to school. So the dean. Uh, the real dean of that school, the president of that mm-hmm. of the San Antonio College, uh, knew 
one of my producers personally, and his name was David Reyes. And David said, look, man, and that's where we put Danny Trejo in an actual dean's office when we filmed. Mm -hmm. So he's actually in the president's office. So I gave back. I put some of the students to work. We we opened it up to bring in some extras from SAC, from San Antonio College. Uh, So it's kind of like giving back, but they were there for me. So, yes, I'm giving back to the school. But really, they're giving me back something, too. It wasn't like, yeah. I'm just giving back, like I'm rich or something. Like, oh, I'm a rich service celebrity. I'm going to give back to my community. It was more like, it was like a two-way, man. Like, I would give back yeah. and they would give me something in return. You and, have no idea how important a location is to um, somebody. <laughs> yeah, man, like for real. Oh, man. But yeah, man, it, it, it was uh, uh, up. But yeah, just going back to your question, Will, you know, it feels good, uh, like a relief, like a, oh, uh, my God, you know, like you said, finally get it out. I Cinesol, uh, virtual, finding an audience. I can tell you right now, the way things are with Netflix and, and right now the movies on, uh, the Margarita Man's on Amazon, uh, Prime, it's on uh, uh, Fandango now, it's on Tubi TV, uh, Cinesol, you know, you guys are amazing to showcase it in virtual. But you know what? Believe it or not, the way independent film works sometimes, and I'm not not on everyone, but sometimes the movie gets steamed next year. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, the movie was out like a year and a half ago. But but now people are talking about it like a year later, you know, so it it, it picks up steam Mm. somewhere or another. And it's it's whatever God says it's going to be, you know, whatever uh, my film gods, you know, and, and my my Lord is going to say, you know what, Danny, this today's your day. You know, it, it's yeah. but the fact is, you still got to put your your big foot forward, you know, exactly. And yeah. still make it happen. Still get the get the people behind you, get your cast and your crew and and, uh, and and build on that get the sponsors and 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 other contributing producers that go to this campaign funding uh, if it's if it's indiegogo or whatever crowdfunding it is and and just get the support and help and every penny everything helps when you're an independent film because you're not having the backing of a studio you're having yeah. to put all on your back every, my dad's on your shoulders man my dad and my mom and my brothers, you know, they're like, hey, how much you need? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll get I'll get the caterers for for that for that one day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just yeah. People, the producer, the other producers, parents will come in and say, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up that. It's like a it's like a having a party and everyone's like a potluck and they're just. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, the more. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that's how it is when you're making an independent film. That's it. You, know, you have I mean, you yeah. have to do everything you can. Uh-huh. That's that's that that joke that I used to like tell people, man. Like one of our one of our friends is a movie is the director, but like she's like when when she makes a movie, she's the director, she's the star, she's the mm. caterer, she's oh, the producer. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got to do everything, man. Like that's yeah. that's the the joke about making a film. Like especially if it's an independent film. Like oh I'm a I'm an independent film director I'm like oh well you're also like a paper bitch like you're you're <laughs> running and retrieving shit like yeah. some because you don't have any money to pay people to retrieve your papers for you yeah, yeah. like you gotta go and fucking get them yourself like yeah. it's a pain in the ass man it's a pain in the ass making an independent film like oh. I am I imagine making a studio film is just as big of a nightmare but like. At least you have other people film. backing you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody's getting paid to back you up. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, you know what? I, I think I think uh 
ITN Distribution. I mean, uh, they're out of LA and Las Vegas. ITN Distribution. They they they're a distribution company that do a lot of independent films. But you know, just it's hard to try to sell it to a studio if if it's not a Napoleon Dynamite or if it's not you know one of these films where it, it could take off and it could be that. But Edie's right. Without that film festival being in person and having producers go out and watch your film. It's hard to even make a sell in going yeah. virtual. So we hope that this virtual is going to change a lot for other independent films. I was very fortunate to ha- have gotten distribution, but I'm I'm between I'm between a rock and a hard place because I I have some name actors in it, but yet it still it's feels not like enough it's anymore. Empty. Sometimes you know. Oh my God! Oh, so you're yeah. battling different battles you know and especially with the pandemic it it has made things so hard for everybody Mm -hmm. um it's changed everything this year and Mm -hmm. i think the the way the movie industry is going to be now going forward is going to change a lot so having a film festival is really nice that you can still connect with all the filmmakers and Mm -hmm. uh and people who can go forward with a lot of these things yeah yeah. so so Danny, man, uh, sure. yeah, man, uh, Margarita, man, uh, is coming out uh, or showing on the twentieth, big time spotlight on the the twentieth at uh, yeah. Citizen. So, uh, Edie, give us some information where where they can get the schedule, where they can find the uh, the the showings and everything. Give us all that information. Okay, well, for the film festival, it's going to be on the December nineteenth and twentieth, on the first That's a Saturday and Sunday. Yes, it's Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start at one o'clock on both days. Uh, and um, the first day is going to be the Shorts Block 1, Shorts Block 2. Uh, we're going to do The Places We Hide. Uh, it's going to be one of the uh, longer films. And The Theater of Rice and Beans, the documentary. That's all going to be on Saturday. And um, then on Sunday, we're going to have The Margarita Man starting at 1 o'clock. And then right after that, we're going to have the interview with uh, Danny and some of the uh, actors in the film. And then uh, after that, at uh, what is it? At five forty-six, uh, I believe is the exact time. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's uh, at three thirty-seven. Sorry, at three thirty-seven is "Ode to Passion," um, which is uh, directed by Jack Danini, who is uh, from here in the Valley. Um, nice. And it's a really good film. It's it's kind of a musical. Um, it, it's interesting. You guys are going to love it. And after that, we're going to do the interview uh, with uh, that Henry, our director, did. And that's at 546. I'm sorry. I apologize about the time. And that goes on to like uh, six, seven o'clock at night. And uh, okay. because of the pandemic, we didn't have the 36 hour film races here, uh, which is really makes us sad. But, you know. Next year, it'll, we will have There's it. There's always next year. Yeah, we'll make it up to you guys. Yeah, and uh, and it's going to be all free this year. Everything's going to be free. You can go to it by clicking a link that we're going to have on our Facebook page or on cinasoul.com. Mm-hmm. There you'll be able to see the full schedule. We have event pages for each uh, film that's going to be shown. So uh, please go on there, click on it, say you're going, like it, share it, tell everyone it's going to be next weekend, uh, the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, the show must go on. We are going to mm-hmm. do it virtually this year. We're going to make it work. It's going to be a little different. There's not going to be as many films, but it's still going to be great. And if nothing in, tune in just to watch these independent films that they've worked so hard to get yeah. them out there. Let them have yeah. a, 
place so that, uh, you know, we wanted to give them a place where everyone could see mm-hmm. their films. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Danny, do you have uh, social media or anything that you want to want to throw out there, man? Yeah. Well, you know, go to, um, you know, the margaritamanmovie.com. You can see a lot of photos uh, and see uh, where you can click on to watch uh, it on Amazon or Tubi in case you guys miss it. Uh, okay. and so, right uh, so yeah, go to the margaritamanmovie.com page or uh, at the, you know, uh, on, Please on watch Facebook. it at the film festival. Yes, film <laughs> yeah. festival. Yes, we're gonna watch it there. Everyone's gonna yeah. Watch, watch, it there. watch it at the film festival, guys. Get that. Get those traffic numbers up. Let everybody know yeah. that this can work no matter what, and that the Cinesol, uh is is drawing the numbers that it always draws. Yeah. No matter, no matter how they hold it. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll, I'll be sharing some stuff that uh, that Cinesol and you guys are doing on the Margarita Man. So it's at Margarita Man movie. At Margarita Man movie and like that page, and that'll direct you to Cinesol in their website. That way, you can, uh, uh, you know, uh, join us with that virtual uh, show. Yeah. Okay. Well, Edie, Danny, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us here. Uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. Um, And uh, I'm I'm so looking forward to watching uh, watching Margarita Man as well as the other films that are going to be showing. Yeah, and that's just one of the many films that we have that are, it's going to be great. I mean, I can't wait for everyone to uh, to watch the films that we've already seen. Uh, well, yeah. the, the the board, I'm sorry, not everybody, yeah. Yeah. you know, that we've, we put out there. We picked, we picked 11 really good films that, um, because of the time uh, restraints that we have. But yeah. we're, we're really excited to at least be able to put something out. We did not yeah. want to put a year. Uh, yeah, because just because of the pandemic, we're not going to let it take us down. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you guys for having having me on the show, Edie. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you for thank you for for joining us today, man. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, most definitely. Oh, thank you guys, as always. And and I'll have to be back once uh, for the other things that I'm involved in later on in the year once we get back up and running. Yeah, absolutely, like man. You're always welcome yeah. on the show. Oh, you know, I love you guys. So, <laughs> it's always fun. Right. It's nice to see you guys again. It, it really absolutely. is. Absolutely. Even yeah, though it's absolutely. virtually, it's really nice to see you. I miss you guys. Yeah. We you miss know. you too, man. We miss everything. So <laughs> I know it's yeah. not the same, but just stay safe, guys. Everyone, mm-hmm. be safe out there. And yes, and- wear a mask. Wear a mask. Everyone, wear a mask. <laughs> Even if you have a vaccine, wear a yeah. mask. It's so yeah, important. Yeah. Uh, you know, we need to keep everyone safe, and yeah. and it, it, this is almost over. We're in the we're in the final stretch mm-hmm. here, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I think this will be. We have a, a a new hope for 2021 and the new future coming out, and and for all the filmmakers and directors and and people that work in all the venues and everything. There, hopefully, next year will be a year that we can go back to normal. Yeah. And, yeah. Because it's been so hard on this industry, and I can't wait for it to to come back. And yeah, and, more and than I, anyone, I can tell you that it's it's hit us. It's it's hit this industry very very hard, and a lot of people don't yeah, even realize kidding. how hard it hit yeah. this industry. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and 
and with everything going on man it's always it's always it's more important now more than ever to go out and and uh and support uh local arts and local film and and whatever whatever is going out there guys it's very important to to support those so uh with that being said guys uh i want to thank you guys once again for coming on guys go check out the cinesoul film festival uh, december 19th and 20th uh check out the uh the uh, cinesoul film festival on facebook uh on their website and everything and uh it's going to be a blast guys and i and I but the best of luck. Thank right. you very much. Thank, thank you, Edie. Thank you, Danny. Everybody Danny go Mason. have a frozen margarita now. Let's go get some margaritas. <laughs> there you go. Let's yes, go sir. That. That's right. it. I'm Will. Right. I'm Bob. And that, my friends, was the Moving Order podcast here on RGB Titan Radio. We are the 956. Have a good one, guys. Later. Okay, bye-bye. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGBTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, rock, and country. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgbtitanradio.com. We are the 956.